Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Excited to kick off the second hour with Adam Rittenberg, our good friend from ESPN. He helped co-write one of the uh, Michigan stories at ESPN.com, what college football coaches are talking about with the sign-stealing stuff. Adam, good morning. Thanks for hopping on with us this morning. I... There's been two different kind of takeaways on this Michigan story out here. I think it's a big deal, but not as big a deal as we're making it because I don't trust the NCAA to do anything, and I just think people hate Michigan and Harbaugh. My co-host, Dirt, seems to think this is a little bigger and there could be something brewing. Where are you at on this story right now with Michigan and the sign stealing? Yeah, well, I think it's just anything that sort of speaks to the integrity of the game or compromising that is, is you know can be significant. Um, I think what we're still trying to learn here is you know how extensive the operation was and who else knew about it. Um, you know clearly Connor Stallions, the uh, the analyst at Michigan or the the you know the low level staffer we're calling him was, was was someone who was significant in what was alleged to have gone on. But who else is involved? And obviously, what type of knowledge or direction? were were he or others getting from you know higher level people in that program you know whether it's assistant coaches whether it's Jim Harbaugh um you know or or, or other administrators so uh you know in talking to people who had worked at Michigan you know during this time I, I they, they all knew who he was but not all of them interacted with him on a regular basis or you know really you know dealt with this information that he was uh, you're supposedly obtaining. So I think that's where this is going to be interesting. And, you know, like to your point with the NCAA, you know, typically, um, you know, their process is frustrating. It's long. Um, you likely would go well into 2024, if not longer. And, you know, whatever happens this season is going to be in the past by then. But one thing I did find out yesterday in doing some reporting is that the Big Ten uh, doesn't necessarily have to wait for the NCAA to conclude its investigation before possibly imposing discipline, which would come from Commissioner Tony Petiti, uh, as well as um, there's a there's a, a committee of, of folks around the Big Ten with that would have to approve any what they call major disciplinary action against the program. But they wouldn't 
absolutely have to wait if they felt that the facts were clear um, at some point during this NCAA probe of Michigan. Yeah, I think, Adam, that's what I find so interesting about this. Like, I, I don't really care what the NCAA is going to do because, to your point, who knows how long that's going to Like, we just got a ruling on Bill Self recently. Like, oh, I totally forgot that happened like 10 years ago. Like, who knows how long that's going to take place. The Big Ten angle of this I'm fascinated by because it's got to be a really tough position for a commissioner to be in. On the one hand, not wanting to do something drastic against, I think, the team that most would argue is the best chance at winning a national title for your conference this year, although I don't want to be disrespectful to Ohio State. But at the same time, if you have, like I think in your reporting, you say like 11 or 12 different universities in the Big Ten are coming to him with evidence, with film, like surveillance footage of the guy filming their sideline. Like They have all this evidence, and they're laying it at his doorstep, and they're probably saying, hey, you better do something about this. Like How difficult of a spot is that for the commissioner to be in? It's a tough spot, you know, because obviously, you know, the Big Ten hasn't won a lot of national championships in the last 20 years. However, you have a responsibility to everybody in your league. And, uh, you know, clearly there are people in the Big Ten that are unhappy about this um, because their own games could have been compromised, uh, you know, other games of Michigan. So I I think I think it's, it's a tough position to be in. But the right thing to do is to act in the interest of the league, not just in the interest of, of one, you know, clearly a very good team in, in Michigan, which, you know, absolutely has a chance to win a national title this year. So, uh, again, so it was explained to me yesterday, they're going to go by the facts. And, you know, they are not going to act in any way unless the facts uh, are, are very, very clear on their end. Um, but, you know, there's a whole process to, you know, discipline and appeals. And I, I have a very hard time believing that anything would be decided before the end of this football season. Mm. That just goes against everything we've seen. Do, do I wish it would be? Absolutely. Do most fans and, and media and people who care about the sport wish that the process would be faster? Yes. But there's been absolutely no evidence to suggest that these things will be decided anytime soon. So um, I, I, I game we're we're sitting here. It's nearly November, and I, I don't think there'll be any decisions rendered, um, you know, in the next uh, month. Which we'd really have to make it in the next month if it's to impact this season. Now I will say this: in talking to you know some sources in the Big Ten office yesterday, they said the situation is somewhat unprecedented. They haven't had something <laughs> like this where you have accusations made involving competitions within the same season, and the season's still going on. So perhaps that you know, that, that creates an accelerated uh, timeline here. But um, again, we have a lot of evidence to, to suggest this is going to take some time. This is ESPN's Adam Rittenberg. He wrote a really good story. I, I love a lot of the uh, quotes you get in the story that you helped co-write of just, you know, honor amongst thieves and coaches talking about how there's different levels to stuff like this. This is not unusual per se, but the thing that stands out is the ticket buying and can you link Harbaugh? We'll have to wait and see on that one. But I love that there's these little anecdotes of, different moments in team's dirt where mm-hmm. this has happened a lot in college football. We just don't hear about it as much. Adam, I, Lincoln, Riley, and USC, they stink. Something stinks in Los Angeles. He's sick right now. I guess he missed his second straight practice as the coach. What, what do you make of that situation at USC right now? Yeah, it, it's not great. Um, and you certainly wish Lincoln the best in, in recovering from his, his illness. But uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's not a good situation because – They've had problems in various forms here for the past few weeks. I mean, I covered their game at Colorado. I covered their game at Notre Dame. And it just looked like a team that was waiting to get beat. Now, I thought they would respond last week against a banged-up Utah team that has had to sort of reinvent itself. And they couldn't do it. And, you know, their defense you know, really struggled once again. And, you know, I just talked with a Pac-12 coordinator not long ago. We were just talking about how, like, 
I think when you go this heavy into the portal and so much of your deal is NIL, uh, you know, sometimes you get great individual pieces. You don't necessarily get a great team. And that seems to be the case now where there's some talent uh, on both sides of the ball, but it's not coming together. And it feels like they're really losing the line of scrimmage. And that's, you know, an area, as you guys know, you've got to win that in football, especially uh, when you're facing teams like, like Utah and Notre Dame, which is a pretty good line of scrimmage team. I mean, and I'm not just saying that's on your show. I, I think Oregon will blow them out. I, I thought that but when they were undefeated. I think it's a horrible matchup for USC. So mm. they have a lot to fix here going forward. I mean, this could easily be a four or five loss team, right? I mean, you look at this conference and they still have, uh, you know, Cal, they should beat this week, but they still have Washington and Oregon and, and UCLA. I mean, those are not uh, easy, easy opponents uh, for, for Lincoln Riley and SC. So, Interested to see how they respond because a lot of their, you know, Pac-12 championship isn't off the table, which is, which is good. But they, 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 a lot of their bigger goals, like the playoff, they're not going to make the playoffs. So I'm curious to see how they, they respond, especially with this additional distraction now of not having Lincoln around in practice this week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I have one last question, Adam, for you on the Michigan thing. I heard somebody bring up yesterday the how the college football playoff committee views this, and it was just an angle that I had not heard brought up yet, and I was like, that's interesting because, I mean, this is a committee of humans who have different emotions and feelings and biases, and I think one of the things that fans argue every year is there's not a lot of consistency in the messaging of this mattering or that mattering. Like, they just kind of change it however they feel, and it's not like we've ended up with the wrong teams necessarily in the playoff. It's just they're, they're, the reasoning for getting there can mold as as the season goes on, is is there any chance that this is something when we get those first rankings, which I believe come out next week, that they look at and hold against Michigan in a, in a, in a ranking in your mind? I, I don't think so. I think Michigan will be judged by what it's done on the field. I mean, I think if you're a, a member, and they've really gone, you know, I give them credit to great lengths to make sure that integrity of who's on that committee does resonate. So I, I think, w- you know, with, with uh, limited information, obviously a lot in, in the, in the, in the media, but, we haven't seen, you know, a notice of allegations. We haven't seen, you know, a lot of concrete um, uh, accusations from the NCAA. I think they'll go off of what they've seen on the field. Now, what they've seen on the field is a dominant team against mostly mediocre to poor competition. So how are they evaluated uh, in comparison to a Florida State or to an Oklahoma or to a Washington? Um, you know, they, they've looked like the most dominant team in the country this year, but they also haven't faced the schedule that a lot of these others have faced. So, uh, but I think what will be really interesting is like if Florida upsets Georgia, uh, will Michigan be number one in the, uh, in the CFP or will it be another team? So I, I think, you know, if they are not going to leave an undefeated Michigan team out of the playoff, it, regardless of this investigation. Now, if the investigation, you know, turns up something that, that merits, uh, you know, an immediate postseason ban or something like that, which again, I don't think is going to happen then you could see the committee acting, but I don't think it's going to uh, affect their initial ranking. Adam, we'll get you out of here on this one. Predictions for the weekend for our beautiful state, Oregon State going on the road in the desert, a red-hot Arizona team with a backup quarterback who's not too shabby, and Oregon going to Salt Lake City. What say you on those matchups? 
Yeah, these are both really tough games. Um, and, you know, Utah is, is, is riding high after the USC win. And, they've, you know, they've kind of figured a few things out offensively, uh, incorporating some different players. I still just think Oregon is the more complete team. Um, and at the line of, you know, they can match Utah at the line of scrimmage. So, and Bo Nix has been so efficient. So I, I think Oregon gets the win. I'm a little more worried about Oregon State uh, just because Arizona, you mentioned Noah Fafita. He's been outstanding as, as, as the quarterback coming in. And then their defense uh, has, has really gotten better. I mean, they're not an elite defense, but they were a horrendous defense for a couple of years. You're talking with their coordinator, Johnny Nansen, last week. He, he mentioned the defensive line depth. Is, is, is much better. He's able to, to do some crazy formations like a three one seven. They call it a dollar defense with seven defensive backs on the field. So I don't know if you do that against Oregon State given the way they play, but uh, they can do some schematic things that are interesting. So I think that's going to be a tougher game. Um, and, you know, I think Oregon State, I'm a huge fan of what they do, but this is going to be a real test for them on the road. There we go. Adam Rittenberg, ESPN, really good article on the Michigan Harbaugh thing, talking to coaches uh, around the country of just how common this is with sign stealing and how this is different maybe than some examples that have happened uh, recently in college football. He's on Twitter at uh, ESPN Rittenberg. Give him a follow there. He's one of our favorites. Adam, you know, we always appreciate the time out here in Portland. Thanks for hopping on with us this morning and breaking the Michigan stuff down and talking about the Pac-12. You bet, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.